Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for ovens when you're waking, baking. No faking, I only smoke Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Hedge Podcast. H cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We're back with another episode, man. And this week we're going to hit y'all with a regular episode. We're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on. Uh, not just in hip hop, but you know, in the world and everything like that. Yes, so sir. I don't know if you want to just set it off, just to get the more somber note out of the way. I mean, we might oh. as well because it's literally the biggest thing on the planet right now. For sure, for sure. <laughs> but yes, uh, the biggest thing on the planet, as everybody knows, for probably the I think the last week now, probably more. Oh um, uh, yeah, about a little bit over a week probably. The Russia has decided to invade the Ukraine, <laughs> or just invade Ukraine. I don't know why everybody calls it the Ukraine. Like it's like the the. The automatic thing that we always do, like, well, hey, you're right. Like, we're gonna I be learning about the Ukraine instead of we're gonna learn about Ukraine. Like, there's no the in the name of the Ukraine. You're <laughs> fucking right, and you know what? Nobody says it for any other country. I feel. I fr- I don't think so. Nobody says the Russia. No, nope. the China, the Japan, the China, the Australia. The no, nothing, nothing but the Ukraine. It's only you're that. Right. That's fucking weird. <laughs> that is fucking weird. I've never thought about that, but you're right. Mm-mm. But yeah, peace up to Ukraine because they have been taking. A lot of bullshit from Enjoy. Russia, but at the same time, yo, big respects to Ukraine because the Ukrainian people are out there gangbusters, young. Bruh. They are capturing and killing like you yeah, know yeah. Russian soldiers. I saw some the other day. They cra- they <coughs> captured a rack of these niggas and then had them call their mothers to come pick them up. I was like, yo, this That's is like the end shit. of a bad play date, dog. What the fuck, <laughs> Bruh, You know, um, I seen some shit also that there's athletes that are you. Uh, that are from Ukraine, mm-hmm. uh, talking multi-millionaires, like some of the best in their sport, mm-hmm. uh, particularly boxers and just fighters in general. Mm-hmm. Dog, they went to Ukraine to fucking be here as a fucking soldier. Like, you, there's pictures oh, of nice. all these niggas in the fatigue and their helmets, and them niggas is out there as soldiers, dog. So I don't know, bro. Like, you know, everybody was kind of counting Ukraine out, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm the last person to speak on any kind of foreign policy issues because i'm not really educated on it at all to be honest right there behind you but but i will say that you know just based off the narrative that i took from online and whatever news i was watching i thought nigga i thought russia was gonna go in there and just step on them niggas and it was gonna be over like immediately but it looks like at least for right now uh that ukraine is is holding their own Mm -hmm. to a certain extent um, I, we don't know if this is Russia's, you know, full strength as far as what they're doing and how they're moving right now. We got to hope that it is. Um, I've, I've seen over the last couple of days, actually, that they came to some kind of, um, uh, uh, like a, not, not like a temporary truce mm-hmm. pretty much in order to help get the people out of Ukraine so that, you know, uh, citizens and innocent people don't die. But apparently Russia is kind of saying, fuck all that. We're just going to keep rocking out. So yeah. I don't know, bro. It, it, it almost looks, you know what? It almost looks like Russia is tempting the UN and NATO and all that shit to intervene. Uh-huh. It's almost like they want to start World War III. That's, that's the scary part because 
it, it's almost like they're saying, look, dog, we don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. We gonna, we just gonna be, you know, we just gonna wild out. And it might us to fucking actually do something at that point. But that's true. I mean, they they really do just seem to be like, you know, let's just like poke the world and see what the fuck everybody. Yeah, does, you know what I'm saying. It don't make sense, but I mean, I mean, what what really has Vladimir Putin done in your like being able to pay attention to like what's going on in in Russia with him as the the leader? Like, what the fuck has this motherfucker ever done that really really makes sense? Yeah, you're right. Like it You're just right. doesn't I mean, like like he took Crimea, but like I don't really remember the re- like it's like yeah it used to be like I guess you could say Russian territory because it was like part of the USSR and there's probably right. ethnic Russians that still live there like there are in Ukraine, but I mean right. like bruh, it was just like all of a sudden bam we're here we're taking this shit and the rest of the world was like nigga what the fuck is you doing like you got to roll the fuck out and now this man's yeah. like okay we back for world two but this time we taking everything I was like damn yeah. Like, and it was just random as fuck. It was just like, okay, motherfucking, you know, uh, the 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 military just start, you know, going all around towards the borders and shit. They they mobilizing and shit. Even the military ain't know what the fuck was going on in Russia. These motherfuckers thought that they was doing training exercises. But I mean, Putin sent Probably. them out there without enough gas, without enough food. I mean, these motherfuckers is getting stranded in vehicles that lose petrol, and then they get stranded, mm. then they have no food, and they're basically get like captured by the Ukrainians, and the Ukrainians feed them. And like you know, take them in as prisoners, but like feed them and take care of them. So it's like now you're you're taking over these motherfuckers' countries. These motherfuckers should hate you and should kill you on sight. And yet they are still out here being way more humanitarian than I think Americans would be <laughs> in this case. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure, nigga. Americans would have been sent fifty nuclear bombs and all that kind of Bruh. shit. And you know, Putin lit up the, the nuclear light. He, I, I feel like yeah. he, he had that shit ready to go. And I was like, bruh, bruh. This nigga s- said. This nigga said he flipped the hatch open and all he got to do is press the button pretty much. That's pretty much what he said when he said, I think pretty much he said that he gave the, he gave people to, to be on alert, essentially mm-hmm. is what he said. And that and, shit is um, more scary than anything else. Now, I'm sorry. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, there's not a chance of that happening, but I, this is what I was thinking, right? I think it would be dumb for Russia to attack the U.S. if they were to attack anybody first, uh-huh. because if they were to attack the U.S. first, bruh, they leave their whole self open to get fucking blown the fuck up by the entire fucking Europe, essentially uh-huh. by England, fucking France, nigga. All of our allies would fucking and I just think mark them. I think one of the reasons why he went into Ukraine was because they're not part of NATO, so they don't yeah, have that sure. NATO protection. Um, and it's like, I, I, from what somebody told <coughs> me, and again, I'm nowhere near nah, like, you know, no, sure. knowledgeable on any of this type of shit, but someone told me that basically the United States, like we sent troops, right? But our troops are not engaging. Right. And I was like, why mm. the fuck they're not engaging? You know what I'm saying? Well, apparently we're at Poland, which is like, I think on the other side of Ukraine. Mm. And basically if Russia tries to roll up into Poland, since they're a NATO ally, we yeah. can be about about it, you know what I'm saying? But like, like immediately, like no, not even waiting for shit to exactly. Get but everything that goes on, I think in Ukraine with the attacks by the Russians, I think it's got to be like NATO that goes in there and does stuff. And apparently, NATO uh, Ukraine has been trying to get like NATO membership for for a minute, and they just yeah. haven't been able to like secure it. So like, see, and and, and I've heard because you know this has been an ongoing issue with Ukraine and Russia for a long time now. Mm-hmm. So, um. I mean, I think it's safe to assume that the reason that they haven't allowed them access to NATO is because they know 
that this kind of shit was happening. Like they mm-hmm. knew, dog, that Russia was they they've been teasing at this for the last decade essentially. They've kind of been kind of little sunning Ukraine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like with the whole thing where they kind of took they kind of strong armed their little um they have like a a, a um what's that shit called? Crimea. Oh yeah, yeah, the little thing at the at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, it's exactly. like right by the border of Russia. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep, yep. They had they they kind of took that shit over and was like, yeah, this is ours now. Yep. And uh yeah, they strong arm that shit. So, you know, if you're if you're part of NATO, you know, okay, these niggas they're using like Ukraine is almost like a scapegoat on almost. Yep, pretty it's much. It's like they they they're just kind of using it to play around with us. Or just play around with NATO in general, mm-hmm. and I feel like you know that that's what they're doing. They're trying to call our bluff. They're trying to see where we're at with shit. They're trying to test the waters. I don't really think. Again, I think that uh, Russia attacking the U.S. would be uh, it would be like a suicide mission almost. I feel like mm-hmm. just just purely off of that. But um, especially if they you half know, as unprepared as they were with Ukraine, for real. Say that again? Especially if they were at, if anywhere near as unprepared as they oh, were yeah. with Ukraine. Because like you, you know, we ain't you know, we we don't do that type of shit. We we go to war, we take everything with us. We we come prepared Listen, all the bro. time. For as far as I by as far t- as I can remember. <laughs> Listen, bro, by the time I just feel like, dog, I feel like the way the US is set up, first of all, it's too far from, from Russia for them niggas to catch us off guard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they won't be able to catch any of anybody in uh because by the time that anybody, any Russian ship, any Russian plane, any Russian anything even gets remotely close to US land, them niggas is getting blown the fuck up. I, like I will I will say this though. Where Alaska is, and you know it's yeah. like off the top of Canada for real, for real. Yeah. Uh it's only uh, hold on. Let me look up with the junk because I don't even know. Oh yeah, you're right. That is like kind of like where Russia is. It says I remember I watched the video. Uh, eighty-eight. It's eighty-eight kilometers across that straight from where the land of Alaska ends for the U.S. to where Russia is, and eighty-eight kilometers is fifty-four miles. So it's literally fifty-four miles of ocean between that make it like basically a little straight between that part of Russia and that part of Alaska. So is it closer from Russia to the West Coast than it is to the East Coast of the U.S.? Oh yeah, easily, because it's like it the East the West Coast faces Russia's East Coast. So not to think of it like this, but if they were to attack, mm-hmm. they'll probably attack the West Coast first. I would be assuming so. Yeah, um, because you would it's think just easier like you would to think, reach. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, that that makes the most sense because but I was like, damn. Also, you got to think about it. Like, yeah, that one part is like 54 miles away from, you know, American land versus Russian land. But at mm. the same time, that's going to get supremely extended out across the Pacific Ocean. Once you try to like get to like Seattle, California, mm. you know, like area, right. those type of areas. So like, sure. I don't know how far that is, but I mean, like technically if they wanted to attack, they could attack Alaska first yeah. for sure. But I mean, they, they already like, you know, I don't know if they have missiles. I mean, I'm assuming they probably do, but like, I mean, I'm assuming we've got missiles that can shoot out and go to Moscow. I'm assuming that they've got some that can shoot out and possibly hit DC. That's what, I mean, yeah. And, and that, that's, that's what I was thinking. You know, I'm, I'm just assuming that there's some kind of missile deflection, some kind of oh, the shit missile like defense system. Yeah, yeah, we we got missile defense systems for sure, for sure. But I I just I, like I said again, I'm not a military person. I don't know shit about military defense systems. I don't know if it's like that shit that they got in Israel because that shit they got in Israel is actually kind of tight. Like they like 
there's something comes at them and like they shoot off something as a deterrent and then it shoots off a bunch of other things <laughs> so if there's like Word. multiple missiles coming out or some shit it can like a better chance of that shit getting blown up in the air because the jump it like hits up and then scatter shots <laughs> and then nigga, we hey we need we need we need that, that is israel no, nigga, uh, what connect. we need is a motherfucking protective barrier, nigga. We need to c- come up with like force field technology. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, no bullshit. We need we for real. Hey, if we were, to, you know, what's crazy. I be thinking about that shit all the time. What if low key, low key, right? We don't know this because it wouldn't make sense to keep this kind of information from the general public. Facts. But what if, dog, the U.S. has some shit like that, and and like you know, they're that's why they're walking out with their dick out. Because they know, <laughs> they know, dog. Let one this. of you bitch ass niggas try them shitty ass fucking nuclear weapons. Y'all niggas can't touch hey. us. Y'all niggas can't Beep. touch us. Hey, we press one button, nigga, and the whole U.S. <laughs> is engulfed in like the, the the Simpsons look, the Simpsons movie look. Yes, movie. the fucking dome. Yeah. <laughs> we just in a dome now, nigga, and we Gucci, dog. We I'm straight. I, I am I am with you right. I am one hundred percent sure that the government has ridiculous technology because if and I know you are not a like uh, a Marvel fan, but mm. I know there's at least one Tony Tony Stark level smart oh, yeah. nigga in this country that works I for the feds be. and has like there's got to be like one like like you know random right. Iron Man armor for that's sure. in, in construction like uh, under construction sure. there's got to be some type of you know super soldier serum for like Captain America there's got to be some type of shit that can create like can like affect superpowers on niggas like niggas can get like hey. a flamethrower uh, hey. like be the human torch and shit you know what I'm saying like, let me tell you right <laughs> now dog I have a strong good feeling that if it's ever World War 3 we ain't about to send our soldiers out there on some regular shit nigga. oh no nah, they're coming out we looking about like to they... inject niggas with <laughs> All kinds of shit. These niggas about <laughs> to come out to... The, as the X Men, though. <laughs> yes, I, I I firmly believe that, dog. I, I feel like they have to, bro. Cause I agree, dog. I feel like all of this shit has to be at least in the thought, like in the works or whatever. Mm-hmm. And maybe if people are desperate enough, then fuck it, use it. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. just kind of if shit's getting getting crazy. I mean, some shit. essentially, that's what they did in World War Two, right? The shit got crazy. Yeah. Shit wasn't, and everybody, yeah. we was like, all right, cool. So what we gonna do is we gonna drop these two big ass atomic bombs, and that's and gonna never, shut everybody yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody yeah. never seen some shit like this before. We gonna <laughs> shut everybody up, and that's what the yeah. fuck we did. Everybody was like, oh shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Japan was like, yo, nah, bro, come on, nah, nah, hey. nah, nah. Hey, like, yeah. like, look, look, two whole cities gone, bro. We, I, yeah, I mean, we fucking up cities, but we ain't blow the whole shit up. Like, come on, this shit is a parking <laughs> lot now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Bruh, I, I seen some shit that compared the, the power of that atomic bomb mm-hmm. to the atomic bombs that they have now. Oh, and, and, and they ain't shit. Nigga, them joints ain't got nothing on what got on mm-hmm. what's going on right now. I'm telling you, see if you can ever find like black and white footage of them bombs being dropped or any, no, of, those, any of those early nuclear bombs being dropped because they, they yep. have it in the testing site. Bruh, that shit looks absolutely terrifying. I would no. I, I wouldn't want to live in a world where one of those motherfuckers blew up. Like I'm glad I was born <laughs> after the whole World War II shit and the shit like the radiation Nigga. cleared the fuck up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like um that must be some shit that no matter what part of the earth you're on, you probably feel when that fucking that motherfucker just dropped dog. Oh yeah. It you, has to be. You probably feel the shockwave and shit too. Like, you know. Nigga. And it's it's crazy because um 
you know, I've I've played a bunch of um, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with Fallout, the video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because, and that's gonna sound stupid because it's in the title, <laughs> but I didn't realize that Fallout is what is the aftermath of a nuclear oh yeah attack essentially mm-hmm. is what it is. Yep. And uh, I was I was because I was reading an article and they were saying that if a bomb drops, uh, the fallout from that is like. You know, it covers up the sky and, mm-hmm. and, you know, essentially there's no fucking light coming through. Yep. And it's just, nigga, it legitimately looks like the end of the world. Yeah, because everything, it's like it's like when a volcano blows up, right? Yep. They, mm-hmm. they put all the smoke and shit into the sky so it blocks out the sun. They call it uh, a nuclear, well, they would call it a nuclear winter if it was a nuclear bomb. I forgot what they call it when it's a volcano. But it essentially drops the temperature of the earth. It blocks the sun. It'll fuck up crop growth. I mean, what was it? It was a... Uh, there was some volcano. I know St. Helens blew in in Seattle um, in the 90s, and it fucked up a lot of shit. Like, air travel couldn't be done for a good portion of the northern yeah. hemisphere and shit like that. But there was one, and I can't remember where. I want to say maybe Italy, but, like, one of the volcanoes out there in, in, in Europe blew. And it literally, like, they had, like, a double winter in that area because it, it dropped so cold because the sun was blocked out for so long and the crop like it, it devastated the crops it devastated animals it just it devastated a whole rack of shit because of course there was still fucking you know ash and shit and and the and the mm. toxic fumes floating around so mad people died yeah. from that dumb shit too so like yeah if a, if yeah. a nuclear joint hit I mean, just the destruction alone, plus the the smoke from the actual explosion would cover up the sun. But then you got all the shit that's going to be on fire for who knows how long. And you've got unusable water, unusable land, you know, like DNA pretty much scrambled for anybody within like a a hundred mile radius of the explosion. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's either going to get poisoned and die slowly. They died already. Or they're going to like... They're going to live and be fucked up and then have, like, fucked up children. So, like, you know what I'm saying? You could almost argue that it's better to fucking be the ones that are in the middle of the fucking blast because at least you probably wouldn't even feel it. Mm-mm. You, you could probably see, you could probably hear the joint drop if you didn't see it coming down. But after that, as soon as it hit, you you probably wouldn't even see the blinding light that hits. Because I know, like, when a nuclear explosion hits, it's a big, huge flash of blinding light. You probably yeah. wouldn't even see that shit. Nope. Hell no, nah, dog. I've, I've seen, like you said, I've seen the older the older videos, and I think they'll show, like, a house and how that joint just, nigga, that joint, like, evaporated mm-hmm. down here. Did, roof blew off, and then the rest of it just disintegrated on the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, damn. Yeah, dog. So, and, and and if they got shit that's, like, 50, 100 times stronger than that, mm-hmm. bro, it's, it's a scary world, dog. But I'm telling you. Nonetheless, we'd have, we'd have, again. All the way I, into nuclear destruction, nigga. Oh, God. Nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest though, right? I just I also feel like you know being that we two fucking non-knowing motherfuckers, right? Mm-hmm. Know about this shit. I think it has to meet. You know, I think the people who are in charge they have to know. Like, look, dog, if we use any of this shit, it's probably gonna be the end of the world. Like, I'm like saying. we're all gonna fucking die. So I, I I still strongly believe that even Russia, who's it looks like they're on a kamikaze mission right now, but even them motherfuckers. I don't think that they want to use any kind of nuclear weapons because I think they know. They know that, bro, that shit. Like, like you know what's funny? I think a nuclear weapon, more than anything, is kind of like a scare tactic for countries. Cause, Pretty much. And I'm not saying that they wouldn't use it. I just feel like it's something that, like, you'd have to be desperate measures in order for a country to use mm-hmm. it. Because they know, dog, that somehow, some way, 
nigga, y'all is going to have some kind of aftermath after this. But, I mean, you that's why I mean? it's dangerous for countries like India and Pakistan who have, like, like you know, long-time super petty beef. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, both of them guys got at least one nuke. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but, but it's bad when countries like that who have, like, petty beef, like, and I don't want to say it's petty and, like, declass de- anything, you know, because I don't know, again. Yeah, but, like, when fair. you when you, when you you guys fight regularly over a lot of different stuff, like, I don't think having a nuclear a weapon is a good jump because either one of y'all Bro, could just be like, no. man, you know what? Fuck all y'all. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it just takes one crazy motherfucker to hit a switch. So. Hey, I heard, I heard, is it India and Pakistan that they have like a, like a really, like a, like you said, like a petty ass beef? Is it I them? feel like it was petty, but like. Or is it Sri Lanka or something? I don't, honestly, I can't remember. Like I've, I've, I've heard about it before and I feel like it was petty, but again, I don't want to downgrade or yeah. denigrate yeah, you're right, you're right, anything you're right. from anybody because of, I know, you know, the feelings of whoever for it. So, but at well, the same time, I do feel like it, it's supposed to be petty. <laughs> no, well, no, and 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 I guess to to add some some sort of clarity to that, um, I have a, actually have a friend who he's from Sri Lanka, and I think now now that I remember, I think it is uh, it might be India and Sri Lanka or Pakistan. I think it's India and Sri Lanka, hmm. but um, they had because he he lived in Sri Lanka, and the reason that he's he was even here in Maryland is because he came here uh, with his family because uh, of a war. And it was it was kind of like the same shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Like them niggas, and, and 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 I bring that up to say that he kind of expressed the same sentiment that it was over like some petty shit. Uh, I believe it. Actually, the same shit, but uh, different uh, circumstances, I guess you say. Basically, one of my uh, friends that I met through one of my other close friends, he's actually here in the United States because of the civil war in fucking Bosnia right after the mm. fall of the Soviet Union. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. like, damn, motherfuckers really are over here because of war, no matter where the fuck you're from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, for sure, bro. That's we just taking everybody in, bro. bro, bro. But, crazy. yo, peace to Ukraine. Uh, yes, peace yes. to the actual Russian people, because, like, if you watch, like, news reports where people yeah. are actually interviewing the Russian people, not, like, the ones in charge. They ain't rocking with it at all. They ain't rocking with it. They trying to get the fuck out of Russia and can't. They money ain't worth shit right now. I think they said that the ruble, which is the money in Russia, is, like, less than one cent. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's worth less than one cent. <laughs> so, like, their money is nowhere. Like, they didn't even open the stock exchange, I think, this week because it was, like, they were, like, what's the point? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, See, here, here's another thing, right? Like, like all right, if you see as a Russian, right, that all this shit is happening and you're seeing that your your fucking leader doesn't give a fuck about the people because it's like, no matter what the sanctions people might want to impose, no matter how affected the Russian dollar might be, you know what I mean? Like, that shit is, like, the nigga doesn't care because yeah, as long as he gets what he's trying to get. He's also so a dictator, I, so, you know, power, well, you, power no, by right. force. Power by force. <laughs> yeah. And anybody, yeah, right. they have they have elections, air quotes, and um, he basically goes after anybody who opposes him, and like they get poisoned, they get thrown off balconies, they get you know shanked in play, in different countries and shit, no matter where they're so at. So this nigga's like a real live evil person. For yeah, sure. like shit, like shit. So yeah, I mean, but uh, I will say, last thing I will say about it is that uh, apparently, you know, the U.S. and all the other NATO countries started going after the Russian oligarchs, like the rich motherfuckers who have all the money in the country. Mm. So much that like the owner of Chelsea, Roman Abramovich, who is a Russian oligarch, although he's been like kicked the fuck out of Russia, so he can't go back. Uh, mm. But he like literally like what was it two days after they put in the sanctions and started like closing off their bank accounts, taking their yachts and all of this other shit. This nigga had to sell Chelsea. Word? Yes. 
two days after they did it, he had to sell Chelsea. Or he put Chelsea up for sale. So, like, Chelsea's owner is currently sh- selling the team because he has no access to his Russian money. Damn. So, I mean, like, it's hitting them hard. And apparently one of the – somebody who's on TV, like a TV personality, a millionaire, you know, rich oligarch out there. Um, right. He put, like, a million-dollar bounty on Putin's head and was telling the military. Yeah, I've seen that. Like, yo, go get your boy or go get the boy. Bring him to us, like, alive, and a million dollars is yours. Honestly – I think that a million dollars. I think he could have given him more. I think he could have offered ten mil, bro, easily for somebody like Putin. Like Hell I think yeah. a mil is undercutting that shit like shit. Nigga, do you know what kind of shit you would have to know in order to know where Putin is and have access to him? Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have to be in the know. Like that is worth more than a million dollars. I mean, his little cabinet. Like I swear to God, when he first invaded, he had like that long ass table where he's on this end and everybody else on this end, and there was like at least six people on the end of that table. I saw that shit the other day. It was two generals on the other side of that table from him. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. well, everybody else, I, I mean, it probably killed him because he didn't lay in yeah. what he was saying and they wasn't rocking with what he was doing. Because some of them, obviously, like on TV, were not with the shits. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, For sure. <laughs> so. For sure. And, and, and I wouldn't doubt that. It looked like that's some shit where the nigga got like a golden gun under the table or some shit. And no, anytime anybody, anytime anybody gets even a little bit out of line, the nigga just goes like, <laughs> nigga, you Shut just the gave up. the best description of Vladimir Putin as a James Bond villain. I love <laughs> yeah. it. I fucking love it. And it fucking fits perfectly. Nigga, Man, damn, this James nigga Bond is villain. a James Bond villain. <laughs> hey, I think that's all Putin's ever wanted to be, dog. No bull. They're going to have always ever wanted to be. He's going to be in the next one. He's going to be in the next James Bond movie, yeah. <laughs> He looked like a. He just looked like a James Bond villain. He dressed like one. He probably got the dumbass little golden gun underneath the table. <laughs> For sure, he got gun. he got the fucking advisor coming up to him, giving him shit to say, dog. Nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, dog. Chill oh, out, Putin, God. dog. Oh, if you, hey, listen, dog. You give us back Ukraine, dog. We'll let you be in the next James Bond movie. I'm yeah, telling right? you, look, we'll, we'll we'll make it. We'll make it work. <laughs> we'll make it. We'll, we'll bring Pierce Bronson. Bronson. Oh yeah, we'll bring, we'll bring all the old Bonds out of retirement. Yeah, still you, can, you can pick whichever <laughs> joint you want, dog. Pick whichever of the 18 James Bonds that you want to be oh, a James my Bond. Oh gosh. Hey, not 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 to co off on a super light note, but that's crazy that there's been like no bullshit, like at least eight. Uh, James Bonds, I feel. I think I think it may have been only six, but let me see how many Bonds have there been. So in the damn, okay, twelve actors. God. <laughs> twelve actors in fifty nine years over twenty seven movies. Of course, Sean Connery being the oh, uh, Sean Connery is one of the most legendaries. For sure. Let me see. You've got Sean What's Connery, crazy? David Nevin, uh, George Lansby, uh, Roger Moore, uh, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. That's not 12. I guess that's definitely not 12. Hold on. That's <laughs> one, two, three, four. What did it say? 12 actors, though. I, I was reading it, but hold on. One, two. No, I'm, I'm reading it right now, too, and it does say 12 four, actors. Five, six, seven. Yeah, that's seven. Hold on. No less than 12 actors have portrayed James Bond in Chronicle Order. Oh, Barry Nielsen, Bob Holness, Sean Connery, Roger Moore, David Nevin, George Lansby, Christopher Kaz- Kazon, Kazonvi, uh, Timothy Dalton, 
Michael Jaston, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, and Toby Ste- Toby Stevens, who I guess is going to be the new one. Huh. So I just you know one thing I will say about James Bond movies, I think they overdid the um the die or the 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 die tomorrow or die the day. Yeah, I remember that was like a, a thing in all of his movies. Yeah, die another day, good time to die. I mean, this is like a lot of the movies have titles like that. Uh, what it's a uh, die another day, uh, tomorrow never dies, license to kill, a view to kill. Uh, the world is not enough. Yeah, the world is not enough. Uh, let me see. Like yeah, it's just a view, random. a view to a kill. Yep, from Russia with love. <laughs> yeah, from Russia with love. Golden eye. <laughs> the spy who loved me, <laughs> for your eyes only. Uh, the living the daylights. Man with the golden gun. Yep. Uh, let me see. Casino. What, wait, are, are you are you a, are you a James Bond fan at all? I am. I love James Bond movies. Yeah, me too. Did you did you play any of the video games growing up? I played a few of them, uh, but the worst one for me was um, what you call it was um, GoldenEye because I could just never what I I can't I've never been a first person shooter game person like I've uh, never gotten the hang on it all the way from GoldenEye to like you know uh, Call of, of, Duty. of Call of Duty and 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 what was the other big one that they everybody used to play. Um, uh, like Halo and shit. Yeah, like that. all that shit. I've tried it so many times. So many people are be like, look, all you got to do is play a little bit more. I was like, look, you can watch me play. Y'all going to watch me get killed the fuck out because I can't see. You got one junk that looks up and down. You got the other one who looks left and right. I'm not that good with left and right coordination, Doug. So, like, I just can't. I can't do all that shit. Man, I don't know. I will say this that um, for GoldenEye, which was, I think, exclusively for Nintendo 64, I want to say at the time. <laughs> You had to use the C pad to move or to look around, mm-hmm. which was crazy at the time. Like it did take some some use to some getting used to, but I will say that I think it was a fun ass game. Even for me, like um being what like eight or nine at the time, it, it, it geared me to playing future James Bond games. Like that was I mean, Goldeneye shit. was a great game. It was fun as shit. I enjoyed playing it. I just sucked at it. Oh, <laughs> Hey, and I, I actually I enjoyed that was one of the few shooter games I enjoyed watching people play against each other. Like Halo no, and all that other sure. shit, it got boring after a while watching Nigga. people play. But like James the Goldeneye was really vicious to watch people play. Nigga. I you know it's crazy though. It's crazy how like back then Nick, one of the funnest shit was getting together with your homies or your cousins mm-hmm. or whoever nigga and playing like a fucking multiplayer game like yep. a four player joint mm-hmm. whether you playing that joint whether you playing fucking super mario kart mm-hmm. whether you playing whatever the fuck shit dog. we like, used to even go in on a motherfucking uh we would go into like the tournament mode with like mortal Kombat and marvel oh and yeah Capcom. like it wasn't those type of games where everybody could play at one time yep. but it was like you yep. know a bunch of nigga pass the sticks nigga you lost yep. pass the sticks oh, yeah nigga. for sure <laughs> for sure dog hell yeah or Tekken, like the early Tekken games. Bruh, I used to love Tekken, dog. Oh, my dog. God. Tekken was so much fucking fun. You know, have you ever played, so... Did you ever play Virtual Fighter? Uh, I've played the older ones. Yeah, those? yeah like yeah. the original jump. The, two, the, the 2D joints? Yeah, it was terrible graphics, but the game was fun as fuck. <laughs> oh, no. Dog, I love those. I love uh, fighting, uh, 2D fighting games like that. Like that and Marvel vs. Capcom mm-hmm. 1 and 2. The only thing I didn't like about two. Virtual Fighter was because they tried to make it look too much like a computer generated thing. So like everybody mm-hmm. was kind of blocky and shit like that and kind of looked like uh, like the computer but think, characters. But that was the um, that was like the newer the newer like the place that, 
Dog, because I, I, I downloaded um, some joints on my Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, they had it on the marketplace. And it's like the older, like the ones for Sega Genesis. And like like Super Nintendo and shit like that. They oh, had, I didn't uh, play that shit back then. I don't even remember Virtual Fighter. Oh, you know what? Like, I'm, I only I'm, remember I'm it being on a. On, I remember bad. it was on like Sega Saturn or some shit like that. My bad. I'm thinking of King of Fighters. I think is what. I'm oh, thinking. I remember that game though. That joint was good. Just like Contest of Champions was vicious too back in the day. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, like a little 2D joint. Yep. Nah, that joint. Yeah. Okay. Because when you mentioned the 3D, like. Kind of because, yeah, those graphics yeah. were terrible. I do yeah, the that. graphics were terrible, but the gameplay was vicious, so yeah, <laughs> it was just weird as fuck. Hey, do you remember um, Dead or Alive? Yes, like a fighting game, yeah, where like for, for some reason they made it like ultra sexual. Mm-hmm. I remember that shit. Hey, I never understood like over sexualizing a video game because it's like it's a cartoon, bro. It's also made towards. It's also like you know made towards guys. So like that's you know. true. <laughs> no, so but it's like a, a lot of right. a lot of anime is over sexualized when it comes to the female characters. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> but here, no, you're you're right. And, and again, here's here's my whole thing, dog. It's just like if I'm playing a video game and I'm just playing a regular video game that I don't got to worry about, you know, fucking titties popping out, and all of a sudden, I'm fucking my mom walks in the room and it's just. Titties flopping around. Uh-huh. And shit. That's one thing I Take remember. Take a three about hit game. combo and just see that jungle. Ah, ah, yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs> Nigga, the bitch will throw a three hit combo with her hands, and then five seconds after the fucking combo, her titties will still be like, She's just standing there, just standing there getting ready to fight, and them Jones is moving like it's like her whole body is generating there. Hey, I, dog, it, it blows my mind how like every. I don't, I don't I don't want to use the wrong country. So every Asian uh drawing that I see of either anime or rather it be like something like that, oh, they always draw the fucking bitches with ginormous titties, dog. Yeah, I I've never Not just big, it. but ginormous, like yeah. fucking humongous. And it's between the animes and stuff and video games. These characters who are fighting, I mean, they could have like the damn baby, the bathing suit from Borat on, <laughs> and mm-hmm, like, yeah. that's supposed to be fighting attire with those tits. Yeah. Coming. <laughs> Come on, dog. as soon as you throw a punch, one of them no, joints is coming you're out. Right. <laughs> you're right. I never even thought about that. They'd be wearing right, the slimmest uh, outfits, barely covering these massive chests that they have. Barely covering the nipple you see in the areola and everything. But, but yet that joint, no fight. matter how badly she gets her ass whooped, mm-hmm. them jumps never slip out of place. Yeah. No, dog. That's not that's that's not the real world. <laughs> nah. <laughs> stupid. For sure. Nah, but that was that I will say that that was a that game and uh, I don't know if you remember Soul Calibur. Oh yeah, I love Soul Calibur. The sword joint. Yep. Mm-hmm. That joint was vicious on the low low for real. God on damn. Oh dog. Mm-mm. That's 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 one of them drones that you have in the back of your head that you're like, I haven't thought about that game in years. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, so we we definitely off 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 topic now. We nah, like, yeah, let's we like a smooth thirty minutes into this show, <laughs> nigga. I just I was you know it's funny as we were talking about this shit. I was thinking, how the fuck did we get to talk about video games? That's like, what I was trying to figure about, out. Bruh. We were talking about fucking Ukraine still, Bruh, Like we we gone, we gone. Let's like, we, listen, man. All we right. apologize. <laughs> we back, we back to it though. Bringing it back to the real world. <laughs> Uh, I guess you could call it a somber note. I call it a happy note. Oh, that's because that's because we were talking about my bad. That's because we were talking about um Putin being a fucking James Bond. Oh yeah, damn, damn. we didn't all went to we went to like Mortal Jesus Kombat video games Christ. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but yes, uh, back in the real world, yes. uh, most people would think of it as an unhappy thing. I honestly, this is the happiest I've ever felt for this individual. But uh-huh. uh, Kim and Kanye have officially been divorced, and Kim Ooh. has dropped West for her name. And mm-hmm. if you probably know me, you're thinking, okay, well, who is this nigga happy for? Nigga, I'm happy for Kim. 
because <laughs> she got away from that crazy mess. And y'all know I don't give a goddamn about Kim Kardashian. But sure. I feel better that she does not have to be legally tied to this fool, although she's still stuck with his ass because she got four kids all under the age of 10 by him. So, For sure. Uh, so she still got to deal with him on that level. Um, but, you know... I mean, Kanye is Kanye's been doing a lot, and not everybody has really been with the shits that Kanye's been on. Even the even yeah. the the hardest of the hard Kanye fans. Um, and I mean, we're gonna we'll see what 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 ends up happening with Kanye. But I really don't think that it's going to be positive. I mean, you didn't see that he already went out and got him a new uh, Kim lookalike off the factory shelf. You know what I'm saying, like. Bruh, so, exactly <laughs> a Kim lookalike, dog. And like, what is it about way. niggas that be with Kim for a while and then go yes, get a joint that looks just them. like her after hey, it's done? Bruh, Reggie Bush, dog. Yes. I, that nigga, I swear, go look at his baby mama right now, dog. That bitch look exactly like Kim K. Yes, and it's just like, okay, we knew that, you know, you were obsessed with her. Damn, but I mean, were you really that obsessed that you literally are at the factory every couple years trying to get a new one off the, off the fucking uh, assembly line that looks exactly like him, but it's just a little bit different? Listen, bro, I, I well, I guess to, to, just to speak on the, uh, the divorce, listen, you know, because, or just the whole shit in general, like, I'm thinking to myself, if any one of my friends was doing this shit right now that Kanye's doing, I would look at him like, no, everybody was saying he's down bad, like, you know, the little down bad or whatever. He's he's wilding. Like, why is he why is he doing all this shit when Kim is obviously not showing any kind of, you know, any not kind a, of interest in what he's giving? Not a fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, like like we talked about this the last episode that, you know, Kim. She's she's had what the last decade with Kanye. Mm-hmm. She's dealt with being with the arguably one of the biggest celebrities in the world right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, her being a big celebrity in her own right, she probably again, she wants to deal with somebody more low more low key. Cause that's mm-hmm. that's kind of how it is, though. Like, you know, if you're if you're this way, you want to deal with somebody who isn't this way to kind of even shit out a little exactly. bit. And I, that's what I think that Kim is doing. Because she sees everything that comes with dealing with somebody like Kanye, who's always in the limelight, which is that he'll probably drag out a, a personal issue just for the sake of getting a couple more, you know, sales on his album or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. So, so but I, I mean, this is the exact same thing that she used to do. I feel like just mm-hmm, now yeah. that she's gotten older, I, yeah. I guess probably a little bit of motherhood mixed in there. She for just sure. don't want to be. She don't want to have her shit out there like that. And I mean, like for somebody who made their life. Like, you know, their money on having their life out there and exposed like mm-hmm. that all the time. It's kind of cool to see her just like shut the door. You know what I'm saying? Like shut the door a yeah. little bit. This is I'll put out what I want, but I'm not putting out all type of extra shit all the time. I mean, they not even on T. I mean, apparently they're going to be coming back to some streaming service. I saw a commercial for but like mm-hmm. they're not on TV, all like they're not the biggest thing on TV anymore. They don't sure. do all the lives, probably. I mean, I don't pay like I said, I don't pay attention to Kim Kardashian, but I would assume like I, I mean shit, I just don't see her shit pop up anymore. They don't be talking about her every week like they used they to. They are more talking about Kanye now every week versus her. You're right. So like I <laughs> said right. before, it's like they switched places. And and I feel like almost whenever uh you would traditionally see Kim respond or, you know, something of that nature. It's like she goes even more into like, nah, I ain't about to give y'all nothing. Yeah. Exactly. I'm about to just continue living my life. Continue. And you know what? Like this this just goes to show, dog, that like that's the best thing to do when you're in a situation like this is to not 
overreact to your emotions like Kanye's doing in this case. Just let shit play out. And, you know, because the truth is this, right? Like, if that's how Kanye really feels, that, you know, Skeet Davidson, which, by the way, is one of the greatest diss nicknames of all time. One of the greatest, bro. <laughs> but if if that nigga is really whack, kind of like how Kanye's trying to, you know, paint it, then time will tell. Yeah. You know, time will tell. And, and again, that's why, bro, you don't ever got to beg nobody to be in your life, dog. Because if you've already showed somebody who you are and, and you just got to give them a little bit of time to miss it and for them to really see, all right, is that really what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Cool. You know, fuck it. You know, and, and I think that's how Kanye should have handled it. I think he should have. Uh, and I'm not saying that this would have meant Kim would have taken him back. I just think that it would have been the best way to handle it because if you really want her back, then give her some time to miss you or whatever, or or see if it's really, you know, how they say, if the grass is really green on the other side or whatever. And maybe it is, but maybe it isn't. Yeah. And you'll get, your, you'll get your bitch back. But in this case, the nigga said, fuck all that. I'm knocking on doors. I'm playing the boom box. Mm-hmm. And even when I get kicked out, I'm coming right back in. And then I'm going to make a music video where I make a claymation yes. version of your new man and fucking kill him. I love I love the transition by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> so for those of y'all that don't know, man, a music video for uh the newest game song featuring and produced by Kanye West called Easy. Um or My Life My Life Was Never Easy, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. But um nonetheless, it's uh it's a game featuring again uh Kanye West song. And during Kanye's part, he has a line where he's <laughs> He says that God saved him from a crash so he could beat Pete Davidson's ass. And at that part in the fucking music video, uh, he, from the from the little bit that I saw, I haven't seen the whole thing, but from the little bit that I've seen, mm-hmm. he it's a claymation uh, version of Kanye essentially killing Pete Davidson and uh, and burying him and growing roses over his dead body, and then him just decapitating him. That's a lot. Um, yeah. That's a yeah. lot, a lot. Um, so Nigga. we'll just go ahead and I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, let me let me let me just say this, dog. And and this this might be a dark turn here, but like this is where I think it's fucked up, dog. That like I'm pretty sure because I'm sure there's a good percentage of our viewers who've dealt with a girl who might have a kid or whatever, and you know these kids. They're kids, bro. They got nothing to do with the drama that's going on or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they got, I guarantee you, dog, that at least one of Kanye's kids might really like uh, fucking Pete Davis. And I don't know if they've met or not. Maybe they haven't. But if they have, right? Like, it's like, bro, like, now you're kind of creating, like, imagine your daughter seeing her dad uh, or, 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 or reinterpretation of her dad as a claymation. Rip off her mom's new boyfriend's head, like, and especially yeah. if she likes him, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So it's like, why are you even putting your kids through all of that, dog? Like, why is and and somebody brought up a valid point. If this goes to court, if Kim takes Kanye to court off of the off of this plea that he's not stable enough to take care of their kids, mm-hmm. even to co-parent, dog, it's gonna be a fucked up as day for fucking Kanye, dog. If that happens, and I think there's a strong chance that it happening because Kim. And her own right is a fucking billionaire as well. That is so very she doesn't. True. So so whatever billions that Kanye might want to bring to the table are pretty much irrelevant because she has her own billions. Mm-hmm. If not, like I, I mean, I don't know how close their money is, but I mean, it can't be that far for real. Yeah, no, it can't. It can't be that far. Even if Kanye is a little bit richer than she is, it's not to the point where it would even matter in court. 
as far as you know custody battles and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So and you know they're gonna they're gonna side with the mom just because you know it's the mom and whatever. But again, I just think that it's not gonna look good for Kanye if he keeps doing things like this. Hopefully this it comes to an end at some point, just because I mean, who knows what it could do to a man, you know, if they take away his kids, you know, his mom passed and they take away his kids. But see, here's the problem though, right? That like and I, I love Kanye, bro. I'm a huge Kanye fan. That he, at least this, I'm not, not not referring to anything with his mom, but like at least this case, if he were to come and be like, oh, you know, they took my kids and da da da, nigga, you made them take your kids. I mean, basically out here acting wild as fuck. You made them, bro. Like, so it just, it kind of like, it puts me in a, in a hard position being a Kanye fan. Cause believe me, I've, I've been the, the biggest Kanye fan, particularly with the, uh, you know, with the new documentary that that's came out, and we talked about it a little bit yeah. last time. I actually haven't seen the last two episodes. I'm, I'm probably gonna watch them today. Yeah, I gotta catch but, up them too. But uh, nonetheless, it shows the uh, the side that everybody fell in love with of Kanye, mm-hmm. which is the the person who believed in himself when nobody believed in, because everybody ideally would like to be that when put in these positions, and Kanye is the one who actually did it. So, you know, within his own right, he's a role model for a lot of people, at least in that regard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. It just kind of sucks, you know what I mean? It's because you know I would even say he's somebody who inspired me to just, you know, believe in myself. But when you see him react, you know, acting out like this, it, it kind of puts like a sour taste in your mouth because you're like, damn, dog, like this was legit, like one of my heroes, mm-hmm. and he's fucking acting like a fucking dickhead right now. Yeah, it, so I, it's and, always it's always bad to you know see somebody live long enough to become the villain. Oh yeah, and and you know they always say, uh, um. You know, never meet, never meet your heroes, because yep. you know, it, no, it never. They and sometimes let you down somehow, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I remember um, I took a picture with uh, with uh, with because I went to go watch Jesus and Meryl, right? And it's funny because in hindsight, it was definitely like um, like I get it, like when I thought about it. But mm-hmm. um, I remember I took a picture with him, and I, I think I went to dap up uh. Jesus, uh, and I, I don't know if he just didn't see me or whatever, but I just didn't get to that number. So it was something, something on those lines. Yeah. And then, um, you know, because I don't know, because you got you to gotta think, like, they probably see thousands and thousands of people every time they go to a show. Mm-hmm. It's like they can't get to everybody. Of course. But then, but then if, if you have a sour experience with them, you're going to think, oh, this person's a fucking dickhead. This yep. person's this, this person's that. So that's why you should never, you know, meet your heroes. And unfortunately, with social media, we get to see Kanye 24-7. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it doesn't help that he's putting up more and more shit up there. So, yeah, you know, that has a lot to do with it. Well, I hope I hope everything, you know, he gets his shit together, gets his stability back together, because I would really like to see Kanye, like, be be even more successful because he's level-headed. For sure. <clears throat> but um, at the same time, you know, you know, congratulations to Kim for getting yeah. that, like, 225-pound tumor off your back. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 easily. I think you're being kind of, kind of, uh, probably because Kanye, Kanye, a little thick nowadays, right? Hey, dog, it's funny as shit because he definitely looking like he's been eating all right, dog, or, hey. or stress eating or something. Hey, I mean, I'm, I'm as a stress eater myself, I, I feel the pain. <laughs> hey, I, I can vouch for that, dog. Cause I'm the same. Now, apparently, I came across this article, and they still beefing about, or they still arguing about dumb shit about this Super Bowl halftime performance mm. uh, that we saw for the Super Bowl, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And Snoop, you know, had an, he was interviewed by somebody. I don't remember what the fuck it was. Um, hold on, what was it? Am I on the right one? Well, anyway, Snoop got interviewed, and 
that um shit is so was so wild though that jay-z basically said look if they don't do that i fucking quit and i think that that's like damn the and for NFL those that was... don't know jay-z go ahead my bad no, I was just saying that for those who don't know, Jay Z is the uh, head of the um, of the Super Bowl music committee. He took mm-hmm. over that, that position. We, we've talked about it on the show before. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He took over that position for for being the head of uh, uh I'm I'm sure just the halftime performance. Whatever. Yeah, and I, I, apparently they gave him like creative control of this whole thing, and apparently they are fighting mm-hmm. him at every set, every point, and every second of the way, uh, to the point where he basically had to issue that threat to them. And, you know, apparently we've heard on different reports at, at, by this time now that uh, they didn't want them to say, um, and we still don't fuck with police when it came to the still, uh, st- to the, to the still DRE song. Mm. Uh, or what was it? And a couple of other lines that they and had. And also that for were, we, probably for We Gonna Be All Right, because We Gonna Be All Right by Kendrick says, and we hate Po Po, mm-hmm. want to kill his dad in the ex- streets for sure. Exactly. They didn't want them to do that, uh, to, to say that stuff, but they ended up basically, I guess, this whole I quit thing let everything go so there was a pro- there was apparently a lot of issues between the nfl uh head offices and jay-z's choice of the super bowl halftime show but honestly i think it was a perfect show to be in la like yeah, sure. <laughs> like it was the perfect halftime show like i think if you say otherwise then you're a fucking shithead because i've heard people from all walks of life say they loved it i've heard White boys who only listen to Eminem say this shit was great because, like I said, like we said at the beginning of the show, if if there's I don't know if this is the beginning of the show if we said it before we start recording, but if there's anything white boys love is Eminem mm-hmm. and fucking Snoop Dogg. Oh, and of course Fifty Cent. Oh, of course, of course. White people love Fifty Cent, so you already know Fifty was in there as well. So yeah, um, but yeah, that 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 sounds you know, it sounds terrible. You know, people people like the. White people love their, I feel like white people, not white people, but more like racist white people, their go-to line is, oh, you know, you guys love to bring the race card up. Mm -hmm. No, but it is in this case. It is because, you know, like this is something very connected to to where the fucking game was being played. Mm -hmm. It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. It makes everything that... How it happened and everything how it was, I think it was perfect for it, it being in, in, in Inglewood, California. Perfect, yeah. dog, because it's literally right in the heart of where the music that they performed was being created. It's, mm-hmm. It was in the heart of all that shit. So it was only right. So for, for people to have an issue with that, the only thing I could think of is that dumb niggas is thinking, we can't have these niggas up in here, mm-hmm. you know, doing it up how they did it. Well, That's we- the only reason. Should that be something that they do more often? Like when they go whatever city they have it, have artists based from that city, no matter what type of music it is. I think I that think would be so. kind of tight. That would be vicious. And, and granted, you know they might not be able to do that for every city. Yeah. But I think I think that that would be vicious, dog. Like if if they were to do the Super Bowl in New York, absolutely, dog. Like I'm sure that they could, you know, figure something out. And you know, again, you know, I think that, um. They can, like I said, they could do it, but again, it just depends on what city it would be in. Yeah, I'm sure some cities that have to bring in, you know, the random person, but nonetheless, they could figure it out and they could do shit. Just make shit, make it make sense. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like they'll have like a nigga like, and I don't even know who Garth Brooks is, but I've heard his name a bunch of times. But you have a nigga like Garth Brooks come in there and sing his bullshit ass country songs, and I'm just like, dog. Don't nobody want to hear this shit, dog. Like, yeah, but like, there's a huge, a huge section of America that does listen to country, so you know. 
Hey man, well I don't I don't speak for them niggas, dog. I speak well, for the niggas who don't. <laughs> the reason I asked that was because okay, I remember okay, what okay. was it? Uh, the I don't know if it was the last one or the one before, but the last uh, Super Bowl I think it was in Atlanta, and they were trying yeah. to, they were trying to say, yo, I remember Charlemagne was like, yo, this would have been a perfect time to just get oh yeah straight Atlanta performers like because there are so many performers from Atlanta for like sure. rappers, singers, like whatever you know what I'm saying. So like yeah. they could have put on a hell of a show. If they got some of those performers, but again, it's a bunch of niggas. So you know, who knows if the and NFL would have been down. And this is, I, I think, this is before Jay Z took over the position he's in because last year, for sure, I know last year it was in Tampa Bay, so it wasn't. Okay. I think it might have been two years ago two years when ago. I was in Atlanta. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, now that, that of course, man, and again, you know, they're gonna try to disguise it as it being, oh, you know, we just want to have you know be right and you know reach to all of our audience and blah blah bullshit. I just don't want, and it's crazy because hip hop and rap is like the mainstream music now. You have, if you go to a rap show now, I guarantee you, eighty percent of people there, for most artists, are gonna be white. Mm-hmm. And like, I guarantee you, the the age range, I want to say primarily, because this is when it it came out when we were younger, but probably mm-hmm. anybody born between like seventy five and like ninety six. That halftime show was the shit. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what do you mean? Like, and that's a that's a huge swath of America, all cultures, men, women, all races. You know what I'm saying? Like religious For backgrounds, sure. whatever, whatever. We all got down to that shit. So I mean, like, whether like you know the older white people like it or not, that is American culture right there. It's part of American culture, and we saw just how big a part it was when the entire shit was fucking torn down by all of them performing, and everybody siced in the stadium, and then everybody else in the world siced over the internet. Nigga, that honestly to me was the greatest Super Bowl performance that I've ever watched. Bruh. I think there wasn't, there wasn't, and again, you know, I. I don't think I saw the Michael Jackson one, or was it Prince? I've or? seen it. I've they Prince and Michael both did one. I've seen both of them, but I don't remember them in real time. I've only gone back and looked them up on YouTube. Mm. Both, so it I mean, both the same. Are, yeah, both the performances are good, but at the same time, it's just like I don't like to me Prince and Michael Jackson as good as they are. It's kind of weird to have them as Super Bowl halftime performers because their music isn't necessarily the type of music. That yeah, would you're con- right. Con- considerably mesh with football that well, although they were both great halftime shows. But I mean, they've also had bands on there that I didn't know, and I guess they had a good time. And I was just like, you know, whatever. I don't know their music, so whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. And then you got artists where like you were expecting to kind of be better than they were, and I'll give that to like the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> and Fair, then yeah. there was the one in sometime in the early 2000s where it was like Aerosmith, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, mm-hmm. Nelly. Like there was just a rack of people on stage <laughs> at one point. It was incredible. Yeah. That was a great performance. And then the mm-hmm. one, of course, with the Janet Jackson titty popping out, that was a good one too. For um, sure. Not just because the titty was popping out, but it was actually enough, it was actually a good halftime show. Yeah, no, it was it even was. better at the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> For sure. Um, but yeah, no, there's been some there's been some really good fucking halftime performances, and then there's been some duds like the fucking Black Eyed Peas. Like that joint was just boring as all hell. So it's just like they yeah. they try to. I mean, I I really feel like that that was their first real real run at having a full hip hop halftime show. And yeah. you know the hip the their the black eyed peas are like they were like mostly hip hop back in the day. What they transformed into was more of like a hip hop pop type thing. For sure. So yeah. of course that was gonna reach more of Americans. Yeah. As and still sure. be considered a s- acceptable rap. But at the same time is just like they had they didn't make it work that the way that they could have. No, I, I, I agree. And um one thing I'm gonna say is that I, I just felt like the joint was 
it felt noticeably shorter than the previous years just because, again, like you said, I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like I was waiting, like, fuck, man, when's the games come back on? <laughs> yeah. It was... Like, I'm know, invested, was, nigga. I'm invested. <laughs> yeah, I'm invested. I know every song that you guys have sung so far. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm loving it, man. And, and it was... I it give was, it to you. As much great. as I like Katy Perry, I really wasn't feeling her halftime performance until she brought out Missy Elliott. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. What? Yeah, for sure. Of course, Missy rocked sure, the fuck bro. out that joint, but you know. No, nah, for sure. And, 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 nigga, to the point where, again, when it was over, I was like, damn, that was it, dog. I thought... Mm-hmm. I thought it was still somebody coming out. Right now, I will say this. I will say this. I I understand why Fifty Cent was out there. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yep. But I also think that the game had every right in his own to be out there, being that it was in L.A. I will hundred percent agree with you. Let's be honest, dog. The game is the biggest West Coast rapper in the last 15 years. Yeah. Probably last 20 years. Well, yeah. Besides him and Kendrick, I would say yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides him and Kendrick are, are arguably the two biggest. But he was the biggest until Kendrick came around. And yeah, it's yeah. literally just been them two on top. Like, so. He, yes. And, and, and I think that he has as much right to be up there as Kendrick. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, from what I thought, like that, from what I felt like they were trying to do. Yep. Uh, now, I'm sure that it has something to do with 50 Cent. I'm sure there was some kind of petty shit where he was like, nah, I ain't going up there if that bitch-ass nigga about to be up there. I can see that. <laughs> now, now we've heard that these niggas supposedly made up. Yeah. That don't mean uh, shit with King that Petty. That don't mean shit with 50 Cent at all. <laughs> that don't mean shit with 50 Cent at all. So, I mean, well, well, I guess, well, I mean, I don't know. And, and I guess that kind of leads us to what we were uh to what we heard uh, Game say on oh, Drink like Champs recently. I love that transition. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, I, on the roll, on the roll, on the roll. Uh, now, for those of y'all who, who don't know what we're talking about, um, the game was on Drink Champs recently, yep. and a viral clip has been uh, surfacing throughout social media. And pretty much what Game is saying is that he feels that Kanye West in the last two weeks did more for him than Dre has done in his whole career. Now... First glance, that sounds like a super crazy statement. Straight. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think if he were to rephrase his statement, it would make more sense by saying in his career, mm-hmm. because Kanye was producing for game early in his career, early from Very the first true. album. Very true. As as early as as Dre was. Mm-hmm. So you could say that Kanye was plugged in with Dre uh, with with game. Maybe not as early as game, but definitely not too far off. You know what I mean? Like I mean, definitely they, not. They came out around the same time, didn't they? Around, yeah. I'm about around. To say, like they wasn't too far between their their debuts. Yeah, because I want to say, game's debut was like in 05, 06. and I think Kanye's and, debut with, as a rapper was in the 05. Yeah, like late yeah, 04, so he, 05. Mm-hmm. So you know, he was already producing. Mm-hmm. He was a huge producer at that time. So you know, he already. He had songs uh, with, with with game at the time, so yep. I, like if that was the statement, I would. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. I wouldn't even say that he's necessarily wrong. But when you take into consideration how he said it, which is in the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and when you take into consideration the fact that he was left off the Super Bowl show, yes, this kind of screams out saltiness a little bit to me. I, I mean, I I can understand it because I mean, I you know. Ever since, ever since the beef happened with him and Fifty, and he decided to leave G Unit right after getting on G Unit, I feel like there's always been 
the, the it's never going to be easy between them. Yeah. Even if they say that they squashed the beef, yeah, they could have talked and you know said it that you know fuck it whatever whatever. But we already know King Petty Fifty Cent is going to hold that grudge, whether he sure. no matter what he says in in front of a camera behind a camera, you know it doesn't matter. And I'm not gonna lie, low key, the game is quite petty too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> not as petty as I, Fifty, but he's I, I quite would petty. say he learned it from Fifty to a certain degree. Yes, he's a graduate of the Petty University. <laughs> for, sure. for sure. Um, but yes, like his skill may not be as strong as Fifty in that category, but like they are both two petty motherfuckers. Yes, so yes. I can see Fifty still maintaining that hatred, and I can see Game sensing it and still mm-hmm. talking about it when he doesn't need yeah. to talk about it, which is essentially for sure. what the fuck is going on. So, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> now, but but w- would you say though that there could be some resentment for uh for towards Dre from game in this in this case? I could see it and I would say that it's kind of like warranted. Cause like the whole beef like basically had him blackballed from aftermath. So it's like he couldn't even have Dre make beats for him for his like what was like at least like two albums i think it was one for sure maybe two so i don't oh, I, really i don't think what was his the first one is the documentary yeah the second the one doctor's is doctor's advocate i want to say the doctor's advocate no i think that was lax before doctor's advocate yeah i'm pretty sure okay so i don't think lax has any dre production on it uh advocate i th- i don't i think he may have had like one or two and it was back when they were back under good terms but him and 50 hadn't even talked yet so I think mm. I think maybe the red album or whatever one came after the, mm-hmm. or maybe right before the red album, whichever one of those two it is, the one where he's like, you know, the the stained glass joint with him on the church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, know what you're talking about. I think that was the one where they supposedly squashed their beef. But like he he's had Dre beats on albums, but it's only I mean, like at least one album since, you know, they initially had the beef. So but I I, I mean. I've 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 gone and I've listened to a bunch of games music. I know that I just can't like keep it straight in my head. Yeah, as much music as we go through just for this podcast alone, for I sure. No, I can't remember. Believe everything. me, <laughs> believe me. I I I feel I I feel you on that. Um, but again, the one, the only thing I will say is that you could argue that Dre kind of brought him out the game. Mm-hmm. I feel like early in his career, he was like a major person who was you know in his corner i guess you could say like if dre if you're in dre's corner then you're you're almost guaranteed to succeed just based off of his catalog based off of his history and rap exactly so i feel like being that you know he was there early in game's career i think it's fucked up for him to say it now granted again i do feel like it's just some petty shit that he's just trying to you know shit on on dre a little bit for not having him on a halftime show because I know he wanted to be on there for mm-hmm. sure. It was in LA. It was a bunch of LA acts. It was nigga in. They had like a Compton, uh, like a setup. Like the whole, apparently because uh, I was watching a podcast and somebody was explaining it. But the setup, the stage was set up to look like actually how Compton looks. Like, oh shit, like Comp- that's dope. Compton Courthouse, like certain like you know certain places that if you're from Compton you'll know mm-hmm. of this place. Apparently that that's what they did. So obviously. I know game was disappointed to not be out there. Um, and, and it has to be like if, if a nigga who's on a football team and isn't like for whatever reason get doesn't get to play a certain game, you know, yeah. he's gonna be mad at the coach. Mm-hmm. So again, I I totally feel like this is where this is coming from. I think both Dre and Kanye, both Dre and Ye had a, a pivotal role. I think, in my opinion, as far as production, at the least, yeah. 
uh, in early in, in games career and throughout games career. But I, I just feel like in this case, like I said, I think it's just him trying to take a petty shot. That's True. All. But it, I mean, it also could have helped him out a lot because I'm, I don't remember if we said it on the last show or if I was talking to somebody else about it. But each artist saw a significant bump in their streams, mm -hmm. especially yeah. for those specific songs. And mm -hmm. I mean, everybody had two, two, over two, three hundred percent increase on those songs, except yeah. for Mary J. Blige. Who on no more drama had like a five hundred and seventy plus uh, increase, increase on on that song alone. Damn. So I was like, damn! Everybody else had like you know two seventy, three fifty, you know shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then out of mm -hmm. here, nowhere, no more drama with five hundred and seventy some percent increase. I was like, all right, Mary, go ahead. She got, <laughs> hey, she got to do more of these ones, huh? But honestly, like we said, we were trying to figure out why she did no more drama, and it had to be just because. And then even she said it in interviews since then. Just the sense of the world. No, it's the sense of the world right now. Oh, okay. okay no okay. more drama was like the perfect second song for her to do. That's fair. The first yeah, one fair. had to be the Dre the tie-in, which was a family affair, obviously a mm -hmm. classic party joint. But right. um, she she went ahead and did that one, and it was the slowest song of the night. But apparently, it also hit hardest. Yeah, with everybody no, that's true. In, that was listening. So, and once once she started singing it, I was I for damn sure was singing it, and I was like, "You better go, Mary," because. <laughs> nah, you know it's funny. I was watching that shit, and immediately when I saw her, I was like, "I know my nigga Trey out there Bruh. is geeking right now." Bruh, bro. I love to watch Mary. I have seen Mary live twice, and I will pay whatever I have to pay to watch Mary J. Blige perform live again. I don't care. Like Jay Z, I've spent damn near 300 plus dollars on mm. tickets to go see jay-z up in new york i have seen mary twice i will pay whatever it costs to go see mary again i don't care do you know mary if she's on a like fucking on tour show. consistently she was on tour i know a couple years ago after the divorce mm. uh but i don't know if she's on tour right now she probably will be going on tour right now actually because she just dropped a new album so that's how do you feel, have you have you listened to it yet? i have not yet mm -mm. But I'm, mm, yeah. I'm, I got actually, I forgot about it until I just said it right there. <laughs> Let me ask you, right? You being a, a big Mary fan, mm -hmm. how do you feel her career has trans, like, just progressed as she's getting older? Like, cause you know, I feel like for me, it happens a lot, dog, where like, you know, when I'm a real big fan of a rapper, I sometimes lose interest in her later work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will always check out Mary's new work. Because she's literally one of my favorite singers of all time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't have as strong or a vestige of interest as it because I have so much classic shit by her. Mm -hmm. But she's also one of the like the singers of that time frame that has still consistently put out music through the years, yeah. even as an older artist. And I right. again, like we were talking about with Nas and with Jay Z, I'll always respect that, especially if you're still cranking out quality music. For sure. Um, no, you're right. I've heard I've heard clips of a couple of the songs, and they sound really fucking good. I'm not gonna lie, um, mm. and I've heard her talk about a lot of the records. So I'm I am excited to hear about it. But I've just been dealing so much with you know I I just had a I just came back from a bachelor party last weekend. For sure. Now I got it. Like I was telling you before, I, I hate the bitch on it, but like my refrigerator is dying, so I got to go buy a new refrigerator. I just got my car out mm. the shop. That cost me a smooth five hundred. So like sure. you know, it's I've just been a little bit like 
thrown everywhere and i haven't had time to sit down and think about okay i need to sit down and listen to this album because it, it just hasn't been in the forefront of my mind mm-hmm. but it's still nah. it's still there and i do want to hear it so like in fact i'm about to pull it up on my phone and like save it <laughs> for, for something to listen to later nigga that happens to me you know it's crazy because i remember and, and it might be just the times we're living in right but i remember when i was younger um and, or maybe it's just some you know, us being older and having more responsibilities and shit. But I remember I used to be able to listen, like, the, the fucking midnight that album came out. Yep. Nigga, I was on it. Yep. I was downloading it. I was getting on iTunes. I was doing whatever I had to do to make sure that at midnight, I'm listening to this album. Mad and now, bro, it wasn't available. Nigga, now it'll be months mm-hmm. after album comes out. And I'm like, you know what? Let me check this shit out. And then, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I kind of wish I would have listened to it earlier. Yep. But then other times I'm like, you know what? This is I'm glad I I'm glad I waited this long to listen to this shit. <laughs> yes, because I was like, oh glad oh, Jesus Christ. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, somebody just reposted your 21, 2021 breakdown. I love that. Okay. <laughs> My That's bad. Cold. I pulled up I pulled up the, the jump so I can read a jump before the episode ends, but I just oh, okay. randomly looking at different stuff and getting sidetracked <laughs> again. So um, nah, I feel it. Okay, so you told me, and I was not happy about it. <laughs> and you know how I am about remakes and shit. Um, For sure. But apparently, Jack Harlow has been tapped to play the lead role in the remake of White Man Can't Jump that will be coming out sometime soon. Now, honestly, first of all, and I know we talked about this a little bit before the show, so yep. you you need to go watch that joint <laughs> this weekend. I'm telling you, that it's a great movie. Um, Listen, I I got I got mad shows and movies that like if I were to say right now that I haven't watched, you, you might we might oh, end the podcast dog, right now. I'm you, I'm on that same wave. Like I said, I'm just now going through shows that motherfuckers have been telling me to watch for almost ten years. Like I like I said, I watched. Yo, like I told y'all before, I watched The Sopranos, and then I mm. followed that up with Power. And right yeah, now I'm, I'm watching. Like right now I'm watching Oz. And then I'll hey, be Oz switching. is like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'll be switching to Breaking Bad. That's the next one. Have you watched any of Euphoria? Just real quick. Yes. Oh my God, that show is so fucking good. I'm. Uh, I'm. I had to rewatch season one because I forgot what the fuck happened. <laughs> but I'm starting season two, and yeah, that that, that John was like that. Bro, okay, I'm glad I didn't say anything then, real fast, because I was just. Yeah, I know. I knew you was about to say some <laughs> shit. That's what. That's Bro. why I had to say. Listen, nigga, have not watched any of season two yet. Relax. All I'm gonna tell you. Is the uh, the play? I almost hope you don't say anything. All right, I won't say nothing else. Don't say I. And I'm glad I didn't even hear what you said because you know what? Nah, when, when motherfuckers <laughs> explain shit. Oh, I would. I, like I, I said. I said two words, nigga. <laughs> I, I said I, two I know, words. I know. But when motherfuckers in general, when they explain shit, it's so funny, though. Niggas would be like, "All I'm saying is, look out for the fucking the the painting in the room." Where it's like, what nigga? You just why? why you fucking you up that, that much? Nah, nah, nah. Cause see, w- 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 with what I said, and I'm not gonna repeat it, but with what I said, it's like there's so much that happens during it that you're just gonna be taken aback. It's just like, whoa, what the fuck? Like it's it's like that. Like it's like the show, really. <laughs> it's like the fucking show. Yeah. Which is just wild. Yeah. Um, but you also get like a good look back on a lot of the history of the characters this season. Ah, uh, okay. So, okay, and cool. so it's really, really dope. You get a lot of good background stuff on them. Mm. And then just like the shit that happens during this season, these motherfuckers are going to an awards. And that's, that's oh, where yeah. I'm going to leave it. These, especially Zendaya. And probably, I, I don't know who the white girl is with the blonde hair. Um, oh, I, you're talking about um, 
I hate to. What is her name? Is her name Cassie in the show? Casey, yeah. Yeah. No, Cassie, Cassie, Cassie yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, her. she's, I, she's I gonna her. her and fucking um Zendaya killed it this season. Killed it. Ridiculous. I'm saying I if if two people if anybody is gonna be up for like the best actor award from this show, mm-hmm. it's gonna be one of them too. Oh yeah, no. Nah, I, I don't look, I I'm gonna be honest, uh Zendaya, I think she's I think she's she's probably one of the best actors out in general right now. She, I got to give it to you because I, I slept on Zendaya because I have not seen anything else she's been in except for the Spider-Man movies. I, I just have like just never paid attention to her, any of her movies. Well, I saw her, I saw Dune, but I didn't really I didn't really like Dune the first time. So not only that, but I feel like her uh, her catalog is is like all over the place. You know, yeah. she has Spider-Man. She has a very serious, uh, you know, show in Euphoria. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and when you when you're able to hit all different, because I feel like see before she did this show, it was kind of hard for me to take her a little to, to take her serious because it was a kids always, show, right? Huh? Whatever show she did before was like a kids show, right? Yeah, or or just her in general. I feel like she's always given, and granted, she's been young. Yeah, you know what I mean. This whole time, she's I think she's only like 25 right now, but um, she uh she's she's just been like this kind of like goofy kind of person or whatever. And I never really saw her doing like a, a serious role. It's kind of, I mean, it's the same shit that we go through when, when we see a Martin Wayne's acting. Uh, yeah. And, and I forgot what that movie's called. Requiem for a dream. True. You know and it mean? was the same shit when I saw Shia LaBeouf get into some big movie projects that he absolutely fucking mm. killed. Cause like, yeah. from, I was like, damn, this nigga is actually really good. I just, yeah, I thought I saw, I knew he was on like a Disney show and then I, I saw him in transformers and I was like, okay, well transformers is transformers. But mm-hmm. when this motherfucker started actually acting, acting, Oh no, nah, he a beast. Nah, for sure. For sure. But we definitely got off topic once again. Um, yeah. Jack Let Harlow. Me, <laughs> yeah. Retrace it real quick, real quick. Uh, so pretty much Jack Harlow, he uh, tried out for the black, Black man can't jump. White man can't jump. <laughs> hey, that, that would be a crazy movie to make. Insane. Yeah, people would be hollering and screaming oh, all man. the way to the theater Listen, about that. My bad, y'all. White man can't jump the reboot. They just uh um they just gave the starting role to Jack Harlow. Now, as I was telling Cooper, I don't know about his basketball skills. I've never seen him play. Mm. But I will say that I think it's one, now, according to you, you were saying before that in the original movie, um, uh, 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 Woody Harrelson and who was it? Um, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. They both were balling in that joint. Yes, sir. Now, now I believe I believe you're right, but I also feel like I feel like in most sports movies, you almost it's almost like. Because of how it's filmed, you can't like you don't really have to be a good basketball player. I feel. Don't get me wrong, you gotta be able to at least dribble the ball. You gotta be at least be able to look like you're, you know, decent. It might not have to go in all the way, but I think I think um, I think he should be straight. Um, yeah. If I'm not, well, I, I mean, think he, he. I think he he has a basketball background. If I'm not mistaken, I think yeah. he played in high school. And I mean, Woody Harrelson, I believe, was like known for being one of those stars that played ball like randomly, like back in the day. I believe it. I believe it. But um, but but I guess my main uh, reason why I think this is a good go with with Jack Harlow is because I said it before I think he's like the coolest white dude out right now. Like <laughs> when you think about cool white dude, you think about fucking Jack Harlow. True. Because the the hood kind of fuck with him. He got the white girls going crazy. You know what I mean? He's just kind of like all over the place. He's like the coolest white dude. And I think that when I think 
and again, I haven't seen this movie, so I don't know if, what the premises of these characters are. But when I think of Woody Harrelson's character, I just think of him uh, like a fresh ass in the 80s, fresh ass white dude wearing like a like a fresh hat and some shorts to match the hat. That's what I think about. <laughs> um, so, Well, yeah, he had the hat and he had the shorts. But um, his character definitely wasn't on any type of smooth shit. He was definitely like the awkward white guy. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, the awkward white guy that was balling with like the um, like the black guys and everything, but like was also like low key good, like like legit low key good. And but see, and uh, even, also he had the he had the the Puerto Rican the Puerto Rican girlfriend uh, Rosie Perez. See, you could even argue they could they're gonna flip it, bro. They're gonna do it like they might. White, you never know. White white man can't rap. You know what I mean, Jack Harlow. I I won't be watching that. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> White man can't rap. I won't be watching that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they don't make a whole movie. About I'm just, it. I know, hilarious. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. That would be fucking hilarious if they made a whole movie. But, but this is what I think that they're gonna, they're gonna find a way to mix in the fact because Jack Harlow, like again, he looks like a little, like a shy looking white dude. Mm-hmm. But again, little dude, people know he can rap his ass off. So I feel like it's gonna, they're gonna die. You're gonna, you y'all heard it here first before the movie has even began to mm-hmm. film. I guarantee they're gonna find a way huh. to incorporate the fact that Jack Harlow is a white rapper. Jack Harlow from like Kentucky, right? Yes. But well, that's basketball country, so he might play too. You never know. No, I'm I'm trying to tell you, I'm pretty sure he he uh he's played in like the um the celebrity basketball games. Oh he did actually. Yeah. He played mm-hmm. he played this last this last game. Yep. So we'll see. So, I mean that's dope then. Hey, fuck it. We'll see what we'll he can see. do. Maybe and maybe enough- I'll check it out. I maybe I'll check it out. And another rapper, just to end it off real quick, uh, who is looking to go into acting himself. And unfortunately, in this case, it just, you know, it's for other reasons. Um, you know, R.I.P. Young Dolph. But of course, we're talking about, uh, I, I believe it's his nephew, uh, which is Keyglock. And, and, and whether or not it's his nephew or actual family member, it's definitely somebody he's known for a long time. It's somebody that, that was together with uh young Dolph when he was still here when they were making music all the time. Yeah. So you know when you when you've done something with somebody for so long, doing it again, it, it it must be hard. You know what I mean? When when you've done something with this person this whole time and now going back to it. So that's why I feel that he came out and said what he said, which I think you said was that um he doesn't feel right. He kind of doesn't feel right making music again. Is that am I, am I getting that right? Yeah. Uh let me pull it up because I actually have it. Uh there we go. Let's see. So let me see. Uh, finna go to act school. This is what he said. Go to acting school. Doing music don't hit the same anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see. He was visibly heartbroken once he learned of his cousin's passing. Uh, taking a breather from music and social media before returning with a heartfelt track in January called Proud. Uh, I lost my dog. I lost my mind. No lie. I'm really lost inside. I can't get it back in blood, but still I can't get it back in time fuck that humble shit let's go you know i'm spazzing out about mine i got Dolph looking down on me i know a nigga proud glock uh glock raps in the opening verse of that song yeah so you know obviously you know he's still hurting you know the, the way Dolph tragically got uh, killed in his hometown mm-hmm. and you know again i just think that he's going through the grieving process still you know a lot of times you know when people go through shit like this you know, you might say stuff like that because at the moment, that's how you're feeling. But the reality of it is that I think that, you know, if Dolph was able to talk to uh, to Keegla, I think he, he would let him know, like, dog, like, 
Keep rocking out. Keep doing this shit for family. Mm-hmm. Keep providing for them. Something that you know you're going to make money off of. And you know. Like, just keep doing you. So, again, I just think he's still going through the grieving process. And, you know, hopefully this is something that uh, eventually he'll, he'll, he'll get through. But, again, it's, it, it must still be devastating for him. I mean, yeah, it's not just his mans. And I didn't even realize that's his cousin. Like, that's family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't even realize that they were related. So, that just, I mean, I can understand mm-hmm. why that hits a whole different way. For sure. And especially think about it. You know, this is somebody that you went from having no money with to having millions of dollars with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it's just a certain level of bond that I'm sure that they had. Uh, and, and for him, to, from, for Dolph to be gone, it, it has to be hard. It, it must be like living with somebody, them tragically dying, and then still living in that same house. Yeah. It must be like, you know what I mean? Where, yeah, where you're just surrounded kind of, by the memories all the time. Yep. No, that's yeah, and, and 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 you know, for for any young Dolph or Key Glock fans, you know, I think you hear a lot of young Dolph in Key Glock's music. So I already know that he's probably reminded of him all the time when he's mm-hmm. rapping. So yeah, you know, big shout out to Key Glock. You know, what I mean, R.I.P. Dolph. Hopefully, he's able to, you know, get past that. And and if he is, if he does want to get in the movies, you know, I hope he's still able to continue rapping. Yeah. And just keep keep putting food on the table for his family. Exactly. For sure. All right. Well, that brings us to the, to the end of today's episode, you guys. Uh, thank you again for tuning in, as always. We love every, each and every one of y'all. Uh, prayers for everyone in Ukraine and the people of Russia. Yes, yes, Fuck yes. Vladimir Putin. Um, but Fuck Vladimir Putin. Yes, sir. But you know where we you... We smoking can... Vladimir Putin. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all know y'all can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. You can find us on social medias, Instagram and Twitter, at HQ Podcast. And yes, that is all spelled out. So, and you can find us on Facebook by going to Facebook.com, searching out Hip Hop Heads Podcast, and you'll see our little logo, Black Square, H with the blue and the three and all that other stuff. You know what it is. You know the vibes. You know, you know the vibes, man. And yo, where the Bodega Boys at, Yang? They ain't had a podcast pop up in three months, dog. Has it been three months? Yeah, I was just looking at it the other day because I was like, "This niggas have not had a new episode in the last one." Was I think. Three months well, ago. to be fair, I know they've been on break from their show on Showtime. Yeah, which is supposed to start this week. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, so hopefully the podcast coming back soon. So. Yeah, I hope so. It's just weird because every time they take a, sh- a podcast, I mean a show break, they never take a podcast break. That's just you're right. That's weird. You're right. But maybe niggas is getting good money now, so they get to take extra long vacation, which I ain't mad at. I I'm like, not mad at it either. Shit, I wish I had that type of money. I'd take me. Hey, but listen, vacation. listen, these is America. If y'all listen to this, the streets is hungry. We need that. We need that bodega boys action. Where that art at? Where the where the where the podcast art at, dog? Where is the pod art at? <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, be good. And if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can be. All right. If you can't do that, make your mama proud. And if you don't, if you can't do that. Motherfucker, like I said, drive with your fucking turn signals. <laughs> Goddamn, have some decency out there. Somebody's grandmother's driving behind you. And if she can't, if I can't tell that you're making it right, I promise you she can't. She's going to drive right into your stupid ass. So like I said, let's do this for our grandmothers, y'all. Grandmothers on three. One, two, three grandmothers. grandmothers. Drive in peace. Hey, and this motherfucker is in my voice. Every time I drive now and I have to turn on the turn signal, I hear this nigga in my voice. Turn your Better fucking turn this. signal. <laughs> nigga, if, a, if there's a car within 20 feet of your nigga, you better use a turn signal. <laughs> All right, y'all. We love you. We out. Peace. Peace.